Hi, this is a message from Life Church Leeds. We hope it encourages and helps you. As we go into verse 30, they get to Emmaus, and then this is what happens. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized them, and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road? They got up, returned at once to Jerusalem, where they found the others, and they told the others. Let's pray. Father, in the next few moments, I pray that you would open eyes in this room today. I pray that our hearts would burn for what you've got for us. Wherever we are at on the journey of life and our walk with God, I pray that you'd speak into every heart today for your glory and for your honor. And everyone said, amen. This is a really significant walk in the New Testament. This is an important walk in the book of Luke. I don't know if you've ever been in an important walk, if you've done a walk, you maybe walked for a charity or you've maybe done a sponsored walk. A couple of weeks ago eh, on a Sunday, I managed to walk to Ellen Road, not from here, but we got a lift. There was Dave and I and there was Jay and we went in to Ellen Road, but we didn't just walk in the, the common seats and the normal seats. We were sitting in the good seats, the cushion seats, the, the seats with the bottled water, the San Pellegrino. We were sitting in those seats. And I remember walking in there and I remember saying to myself, I don't know if you've been the same or you've walked in a room before, but saying to myself, you need to walk with confidence in here because there were legends, there were people with money, and there were influential people within the city. Now, I was neither of them, but I walked in pretending I was one of them. And I walked in with confidence. I walked in a bit of a fraud, knowing that I wasn't none of those people. They were looking at me, and I was looking at them, and they knew that I shouldn't have been there. But I sat there. And that there was times I was nervous, I'll be honest. There was times I was looking over at Dave, and he was a bit nervous looking as well. And But young Jay Niblock walked in with absolute confidence, respectful young man, but he walked in with absolute confidence. He was asking for cola. He was getting steak, pizza, sweets, crisps. He was just picking it up as though he was getting it here from church or in his home. And he was walking with such confidence, not in his ability, but he knew he was walking with such confidence because his dad was there. How many times do we doubt our walk with God? If we had just have a revelation that our Father walks with us, that our Father opens the door for us, it would change the way that we walk. Because how we walk says everything about how we see and also how others see us. I've got a couple of thoughts, and then we're going to get the band up to sing again. Number one is our walk with God is personal. It says here in verse 14 and 15, as they were walking and talking, Jesus arrived. Can you imagine the scene? They were walking, they were talking. By the way, people are always connected to our walk with God. God, in our walk with God, it will always involve the people of God. They are walking, they are talking towards Emmaus, and all of a sudden Jesus comes into the scene. 
Jesus comes in a way that they can understand. He reveals himself to them in a way that they can see. My most significant moments in my life has been when it comes to the things of God. It has involved the people of God and it has involved the presence of God. The people of God and the presence. When I didn't understand the presence of God, I had the people of God to help me understand the presence of God and the people of God. That is what has carried me in my walk with God through many years. Our walk involves talking it through, walking it out. You don't arrive at the destination, you walk it through. I thought uh, on Thursday night, uh, Wednesday night, I was thinking to myself this week, I've kind of made it now as a father, as a husband. I'm doing really well as a father and as a husband. I go home after soul night. My wife has been sick the whole day and she's so, um, she just looks as white as a ghost. And I was so, so worried for her. Caleb's up the whole night. And it just was a reminder, a gentle reminder that you think you've arrived, well, you haven't. And it's like the thing when it comes to God, when it comes to the purposes of God, when we think that we've arrived, we haven't. We never graduate. Caleb this week graduated from a club that he goes to on Tuesday mornings. I don't know what they do there, but he's graduated. He's got a graduation hat and everything. Cutest. And I I said to Jen, what's he done? He's graduated from crawling to like falling over. He's graduated. But can I encourage you with our walk with God? We never graduate. We always are continuously walking it out. Jesus knows your name today. He knows who you are. He knows the buttons to press. He knows how you move, what you do. He knows every hair on your head. Just like the disciples, their walk is personal. And for you, the thing that matters most, know that God, the Father, loves you. Tozer says the most important thing about our life is how we see God. God is a father that knows you, that loves you, that wants to spend time with you. His walk is personal. But we see also, because I don't want to just tell you the good things. I want to be honest and I want to be vulnerable with you. Our walk is not just personal. Today our walk is painful. And I've walked through many painful days, many painful seasons as a Christian, as a Christian leader. I've stood in front of rows of conferences and of church services. The band have sung, God, you are so good. And I've stood there thinking, God, I don't see that right now. I don't believe that right now. I need you to help me right now. Some days our walk is painful. I don't know if I'm the only one here, but some days our walk is painful. Some days our face, like these disciples, are downcast. Some days we had hoped but it hadn't came through. These two disciples, they had hoped that this Jesus would free Israel. And in that moment, they didn't see it. So they were downcast. They had hoped. I don't know if you're in here today and and you find yourself in that downcast place. If you find yourself in that place where you had hoped, but the healing hasn't come, the provision hasn't come, the person hasn't come. Can I encourage you with this? C.S. Lewis says this, pain is where God gets our attention. He uses the illustration of a megaphone and he says that is where he gets our attention. In our walk with God, the promise is pain. Jesus promises pain. When he talks to his disciples, when he talks to the followers, he promises suffering. 
But this is the greater promise that his presence goes with us within the suffering and within this pain. The promise is pain, but the deeper promise is his presence through the pain. When I've had pain in my life, I've been assured of the presence of God. The presence walks with us from one mile to two mile to three mile onwards. His presence goes with us. And some days I put on old songs, songs that when I was a 14-year-old, a 15-year-old, I encountered Jesus, I, I encountered the Holy Spirit. Songs that remind me that he's been faithful and that he's been good. But there are some miles in our life that we walk and that are painful. But the word of the Lord today for some people is this, that you do not walk alone. You'll never walk alone. (laughs) As a Liverpool fan, I'm slightly just putting that in there. But you never walk alone when it comes to the presence and the the person of God. Not only is our walk personal, because our walk could start here and Jesus could be coming in and inviting himself into our life or potentially interrupting disrupting our life and we're walking and we're talking it through and and he knows us maybe we're walking in a place where um, it's painful and our our downcast but Jesus is still walking with us but not only is it personal or painful but it's also purposeful because in verse 30 it says their eyes were opened and they recognized him were not our hearts burning within us they got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. Our walk is purposeful. When it comes to the things that matter most, your walk with God is personal, it's painful, but it's also purposeful. Your walk is is breathed. When God breathes within you, it is so purposeful. It is when you waken up, you know that you've got vision. You know that you have got direction. God wants whatever you are good at, your skills, your desires, your talents. He wants to connect them to the kingdom of God. If you draw in here, draw for God. If you run for here, run for God. Eric Liddell, an Olympian who won gold medals back in the 30s, said that, I believe that God has given me fast legs, so I'm going to run for him, and I'm going to give him all the glory. What are you good at? What are your strengths? What are your passions? Because God does not take your passions away from the walk of God. He says, what you're good at, let us walk with that. He says, if you can draw in here, let's do it and let's glorify God in this place. But before they went out, check this revelation, before they went out to Jerusalem, what does Jesus do? He invites them into his presence. Before we do anything with purpose, Jesus says, spend some time in my presence because the presence goes before the purpose. Before you go, come and be. And sometimes we in this church, um, people get it wrong. We do, we do, we do. But the one of the most critical things is that we just be. We know who we are in God. We be who we are. And then we do. Because presence will always go before purpose. They were walking in the road to Emmaus, which means Greek. In Greek, it means hot. 
not hot as attractive, but hot as in temperature. And I love this picture. They were walking from Jerusalem, and every step they took was like the game that you and I played when we were toddlers. Maybe you're a YA in here and you still play this game. The game is called warmer, 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 colder, colder. And that is the walk of God, that, that God is inviting us on the road to Emmaus, and the destination is a hot place. And we are taking one step after the other, and we are getting warmer and warmer and warmer to the things, to the purposes of God. Our walk with God will open up our eyes, it will burn in our hearts, and our walk with God will move us. God takes our passions, and God takes the kingdom of God, and they are married together, and this is the purpose that we live with. What are you strengthened at? What are you good at? What, what do other people say that you're good at? That could be the purpose that God has called you in here for. I waken up every single day with a vision and a direction for my life, knowing what I'm good at and definitely knowing what I'm not good at. And this is what God is calling all of us to do. The journey is long. Seven miles it took from these two to walk from Jerusalem to the road to Emmaus. Do you know that in the Bible... Seven is the number for grace in the Old Testament and in the New. Seven is the number of grace. And you could maybe be starting in mile one here or mile two, walking and talking and getting involved and maybe serving and seeing the person, the personal Jesus coming into your life. Maybe you've been a Christian for a long time, you're seasoned, mature in the Word, and you're walking through a painful season maybe in mile three or mile four, you're walking through the pain right now. As the Bible says in Psalm 23, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. We walk through the valley of the shadow of death. We don't stop here. We don't live here. We keep walking. And as you keep walking to this place of purpose and you keep getting warmer and warmer, I encourage you, get people of God around you and get the presence of God within you. And when you have the people of God and the presence of God, there's certainly nothing that you cannot achieve. And I just want to encourage everyone, because it's not an order, okay? It's not for everyone that you go personal, painful, purposeful. You can maybe start off as purposeful, then go to personal, then go to painful. And when you reach the point of purposeful, it's not the end, because you can maybe go back to that place of painful. So I don't want you to think it's chronological. See it as a circle that we never arrive. But however long you've been a Christian in this place, maybe this is your first Sunday, maybe you've just done Alpha, maybe this is your fifth week, or maybe you've been a Christian for 50 years, there is always a next step. Every person in this room has got a next step. What matters most? Our walk with God. Let the presence of God and the people of God help you get to the place that God has called you to be.